We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been a cash cash lineup staple for me this season. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how we just managed to completely skip over him. But yeah, he's definitely definitely in play. I mean, you look at his his uh, logs; he's he hits double digits pretty much game in game out. This is the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, a two-time finalist for the Fantasy Sports Raiders Association Podcast of the Year Award. For some of the best daily and season-long fantasy soccer tools in the industry, including detailed stats packages, projections, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, please enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? We are back. The trio. I am back after a long hiatus. It is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Three-game Friday slate. That's all we have. It's going to be nice and quick. I'm joined by Daniel Bramlett and Skylar Redpath. How are we doing, fellas? Doing good. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back. Sounds like you've been playing a lot of men's league soccer lately. I actually, (laughs) the last three days I have now played, which I don't know if my body will ever do again. Hasn't done that in quite some time. So, uh, no, it feels good, but it's just uh, the schedule's been weird. Yeah, to to get on the podcast, so nothing in particular. Plus, we're not doing it every week, I guess, right? We've got a bunch of time yep. for the international tournament, so... Stan, you almost placed quite high in the, the Women's World Cup Final Showdown, is that right? Yeah, I was uh, I was in the 
first place until like 90th minute plus one or plus two. But I didn't have the, uh, any clean sheets, so I knew that wasn't going to, it was never going to hold uh, completely. And uh, dropped only to 14th in a couple extra minutes of stoppage time, so not too bad. And uh, yeah, not bad. Pri- a couple hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, place wise, not too bad. Prize wise, I mean, you probably went from $3,000 to $2 based on the DraftKings. <laughs> it was close. It was definitely close to that. Four figure score Friday night on this MLS slate. We've got 3K toe poke up there with 1K up top. So, kind of have a feeling this might be the big one of the weekend. I, I just have a feeling Saturday's isn't going to be quite as big as this one because there's been such a, a break in between the, you know, the last soccer slate and this one that I think everybody, DraftKings at least, probably thinks everybody's uh, chomping at the bit yes. to get back into some soccer. So, plus, when's the last time MLS had two, uh, three thousand dollar prize pulls within like two days yeah i mean i won't rule it out because i'm not sure if there's any other soccer going on this weekend but if the friday fills early enough then saturdays will be bigger because you notice they haven't posted saturdays yet so or it doesn't have to fill early but just gets close enough you know gets enough early entry so if you're gonna play it go ahead and enter right now i think that we're probably getting close to the champions cup or whatever that's called where the or the international champions cup so i think DraftKings ran some of that last year so maybe they're trying to Oh man, yeah, I know that. He I mean, loves that. Uh, picking a goalkeeper that gets subbed off at halftime. You gotta love that, right? <laughs> yeah, I will not be playing the international champions cup. I will be attending a couple of the matches, but I won't be playing any DFS. Okay, for that. nice. Very nice. You guys want to dive in? We have three games, and uh, they're actually all should be okay. Not bad to watch. We have one, the headliner, San Jose, LA, and the original like California rivalry, the Cali Classico. There's a lot of good options for when there's a big prize pool and you kind of have to make your make your choices and plant your flag. It's nice to there's going to be some variety, I think, in the lineups for sure. So I'm, I'm happy for that. But it's not an overwhelming slate either. You only have to pay attention for still like five hours. But <laughs> what do you It's in true, true MLS fashion on a Friday night at that. <laughs> yeah, but you get to spend your Friday night with Vela, Zlatan, and Rooney. I mean, what? that's the MLS fan's dream. Let's go. I think that, so we can start with Vela. I don't think he's going to play. He hurt his knee. It looked like pretty bad last night, and he, he toughed it out. But I think away to Houston with some probably questionable weather, I I would put a lot of money on Vela not playing. Oh, man. Yeah. That's I'd be surprised I if he wasn't paying enough attention to the U.S. Open Cup. My bad. That's a good yeah. game last night. Portland upset them one nothing in LA. Um, some quality Open Cup action last night because Orlando beat NYCFC um, in penalty kicks as well. Yeah, no, it's some good action. I mean, that's it's at the knockout phase of the tournament, so some of the MLS teams are starting to put their their top team out there. And we saw the LAFC. I mean, they had pretty much their starting lineup um, out there at home against Portland and lost. I mean, it was a grueling game, and now they go. What's the semifinal? Yeah, yeah, well, less than 48 hours, and they're going to turn around and play at Houston in MLS oh, yeah. action. So it's like, yeah, it's. I'd be surprised if uh, too many of their players start Friday night. And Vela's, I mean, I'm with you. I, I would put money on Vela not starting, not not even playing, because um, he got he got roughed up. Um, he did finish the game, I should add. But yeah, it, yeah. it really looked like he was going to have to come off. But I think since it was, I think the U.S. Open Cup to Bob Bradley, I think he wants to win like uh, the treble or whatever. I mean, I guess it could be a quadruple if they get into the CONCACAF Champions League. But um, 
Yeah, I think that's important to him because I think he's not going to be happy with one trophy this season. So I think Vela was probably on the same page, and he almost scored at the death. But oh um, man, that was that would have been so sweet if he connected on that. It was a bicycle kick stoppage time, right? Pretty much in the six yard box too. I thought it was. <laughs> I was up off my seat. I yeah, it was. Going in. It was way past midnight here for me, and uh, I was still watching just because I was also trying to chip away at some rankings for fantasy MLS and uh, needed to see if Vela actually was hurt or not. So, yep. but we can, we can probably skip past Vela. Even if he plays, I would be pretty hesitant to, to play him in this tournament. I mean, obviously he has a lot of high upside, but at, at Houston, Houston's a good team. LA is tired. I think we can probably skip past Vela and, and start talking Zlatan versus Rooney uh, yep. versus Elise as well. I think we can throw up in that, that top three. Yeah, right on. Any uh, any strong takes from you, Daniel, on uh, Zlatan versus Rooney? Well, my first instinct is always to check the Vegas odds. And when you look at what I'm looking at right now, it shows DC and the Galaxy both about the same size home favorites. So that doesn't really help you that much. So then I start to look at what are the matchups. New England's been a pretty good, great matchup for fantasy for a long time. And you're kind of used to thinking of them as like the almost the best matchup in a lot of slates. So, yeah, you think at first glance, you're like, oh, go for D.C. United. But then think about what's happened since Bruce Arena took over. New England's actually looking a lot better recently. And Zlatan's in a rivalry match. You know he likes to come up big in those kind of games. Rooney's been a little bit down recently. I mean, he's still performed in a few spots. But I'm actually going to lean Zlatan here, and I I like his, uh, his spot a little bit better. Yep. I think, yeah, for me, I think it's worth paying, uh, what is it, $700 more for Ibrahimovic. Um, Rooney gives you that, that safe-ish floor with his set-piece duties, and, um, you know, he takes always going to take a handful of shots. So uh, I think they're both great plays if you can somehow manage a lineup to squeeze them both in. But Zlatan, for me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that extra 700 to pay up for him. I mean, look at Zlatan's last game against Toronto. I mean, he did next to nothing the entire game at, as one of the heaviest-owned players on the slate. And then... Near the end of the game, gets a goal, then stoppage time gets another goal, and all of a sudden he's like, one of, if you don't have him, you're dead. So it's just Yeah, he's like, up to 27 <laughs> points. Yeah, um, that's just what Zlatan does, and I would expect him to be – if he doesn't score early, I feel fine that he's going to score late. So yep. San Jose did uh, hold him goalless at, at San Jose in an earlier version of his rivalry about two weeks ago, but this one's in L.A., so I like it a lot. Yeah, that's what I was going to throw at JD just to see if there's any hesitation there. You know, with San Jose, I mean, not just shutting Zlatan out, but they've been playing pretty well lately. So, I mean, do you think the the home field advantage makes that much of a difference for Ibrahimovic? I I do have reservations, but not because of home field advantage or not. Um, I think both New England and San Jose, they're honestly two of the better teams in the last month of Major League Soccer. Um L.A., that game against Toronto that Dan mentioned, they got outpossessed, I think, 58% to 42%, if I'm recalling correctly. Um, and that's when they were at home to a Toronto team that's missing Michael Bradley, Josie Altidore, um, the starting like people that we haven't heard of until three weeks ago. Right. So yeah. um, I, L.A., I, they are getting Jonathan Dos Santos back. I'm, I assume that he'll play... Um, following the the Gold Cup, but um, you have to assume Antonio back also. Yeah, Antonio will be back. Um, so 
LA is better than they were probably when they lost that game to San Jose. Um, but I, I do think they're a little problematic in that they're not always getting Zlatan the best service. Maybe that, that changes here in the second half of the season, but it's like a one-man show. It's tough to rely on them against one of the hottest teams in the league. And D.C. is is on a cold stretch as well against a, a really solid New England team. I mean, Bruce Arena has them playing sound uh, football, and I, I'm not like thinking that Rooney's a guarantee either. So both of them make me a little nervous. You probably do have to pick one um, unless you're really going off the wall. But I think Elise really is is right up there with both of them because I like Elise's matchup a lot more. And in two games since he's been back from the Gold Cup, he's been really good. Yeah, I can get with that. He does present a pretty significant savings over both of them, like 1100 off Rooney and almost 2000 off of Zlatan. So that's a great yeah, goal. It's, it's not pretty seeing uh, seeing that he he blanked against Cincinnati, though. I mean, that <laughs> felt like a match, that felt like a matchup he should have feasted in. I mean, maybe it was just kind of a, a one off. Um, he came away with five points in that one, but you know, if we can if we can sweep that one under the rug, then I'm with you because I, I mean, on paper you say a matchup against LAFC, best team in the league. Like I probably would originally stay away, but like we talked about at the the top of the podcast. I mean, LAFC, I'm I'm expecting heavy rotation, like almost full squad if if they have that much depth. Um, and I think Houston are in a good spot here. So I'm you know on three game slate, and I want exposure. And Elise is is probably the guy that I want more of um, on down the list. I know Manotas um, is a little bit more goal dependent, um, but if you want to plug him into a GPP, and then if Kyoto starts, um, he's he's been real kind of hit or miss. But I mean, his last few games he's topped 14 points in every one of them and some of that's you know limited minutes too so um and i think a lot of that has to do with memo rodriguez has been uh dealing with an injury so it's opened up some sets for kyoto um, but even if he's not on set pieces i mean he does enough in open play to, to warrant consideration so yeah man I, I like the dynamo options uh you know once we see that lafc lineup come out if if we can confirm that they're rotating like I'm expecting, then um, I'm probably going to have some exposure for sure. Yeah. One one final note on Rooney. I think um, Luciano Costa is out for this one as well. I think he's suspended. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not, yeah, not that he was um, particularly um, helping Rooney produce that much over the last month or two. He's been pretty quiet fantasy-wise, but um, that that's still a major absence. Yeah, he didn't start last game. He came, he got a red card as a sub. So, oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't quite the Josie like <laughs> actually from the bench, but it was off the bench. Yeah, yeah, it was close enough. Uh, I like everything you said there, Skyler. I don't know if I can go go for a full Houston stack, just because I think Bob Riley's cagey and wily, and if he has a you know a B squad that he has to play because with rotated players because of rest and all that, then. He, he has the tactics to probably try to shut down Houston with whatever uh, unit he has to put out there, you know. But we'll see. Yeah, I do fair. like Elise. I, I, I just look, if you put in Zlatan and Elise, you still get like 5000 per player, which does is not crippling at all. It may be a little bit less balanced than some people like to build. So you can do it. There are, you know, the San Jose guys are kind of nice discounts against a team that gave up a bunch of possession, as JD mentioned, L.A., even though I love Zlatan, I don't necessarily love LA. I think the game could have a lot of fireworks. I wouldn't be opposed to stacking Zlatan with San Jose 
Or even if you didn't trust Zlatan, you know, just get a couple San Jose guys plus a lease. Uh, that construction definitely opens up as well. Agreed. Yep. Anybody else? Uh, I'm trying to find some, you know, there's some cheap revs players, but those guys always seem like dart throws. You got Bunbury and Agudelo down there in like the $6,000 range. And then if, you, if uh, he happens to start even cheaper, Diego Fagundes at 4700 like, it feels like some salary relief on a uh, three-game slate, but he's just been so hit or miss that I just don't know if I can go there. Yeah, well, now, yeah he started start. last game. He was terrible, but he did, he did start. He <laughs> he's also 16 years start. old, yeah. He came away with nine points, though, in 57 minutes. So, I mean, for I guess he managed an assist. First showdown, he came away with nine yeah, points. Yeah, I think you're, yeah. No, nah, nah, it was standard. Are, it are says two and a half on yeah, my box score. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're only two and a half, yeah. Who are we talking about? Because I must have oh, had we a got, blip or something. Oh, we're Griffin Yao. Oh, I, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. I was still looking at Diego Fagundes there, my bad. Uh, yeah, no, Fagundes I like. Fagundes I like a lot more than Yao. Yeah, even the endless. For sure. Steber, I think, is actually eligible now. There was something where he wasn't playing for a little while because of illness i think so if if he plays in acosta's number 10 spot i'm really honing in on that yeah he's a nice price i tend to this is maybe a, a gap but I, because i just kind of locked this mode of thinking in but i don't like to play him with rooney i only like him when he's playing in for rooney specifically but he's he has nice savings so he has to at least be considered for sure yeah no, that's a good point too jd because i mean it's definitely likely that he slots in with uh, with a cost out, so that could be a good salary saver right there if Stever starts. Yeah, I think I was reading on the Athletic today or something that he's ready and and fit again. Okay, I like it. I mean, I I'd like probably, him. I like him more than uh, Fagundes. I, I would probably go. Uh, I'd rather play Lucha, uh, Luca Rodriguez, you know, for uh, DC over Zoltan. Unless I needed it specifically for the forward spot, but you know, maybe. maybe that's just me hating on Zoltan, and now he's going to blow up just like Jack Price. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rodriguez is usually pretty quiet too. So I mean, I think it's maybe comparable until you start thinking that maybe Zoltan actually does take set pieces away from Rooney a little bit, depending on the side that the corner kicks on. I don't know. I'm already liking the sound of this uh, Zlatan Zoltan build. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I might build one like that just for fun, just for the name factor alone. <laughs> All right, you guys want to hit midfielders quick here? Yeah, let's jump over to midfielders. Right, one, one last forward I'll mention is Diamande. I think he's still worth playing, even if LAFC threw out a, a garbage lineup. Yeah, because he came off the bench last night, didn't he? Yeah, he looked good. I mean, I I love watching him play because he somehow <laughs> finds a way to use his. Um, the large, battering ram. His large body to just like shield the ball and turn on every single person and beat them. And it feels like he generates like two or three shots a game just by that alone. But he needs to start. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a worth a shout. Let um, me ask you guys real quick just before we move on. And this guy's a midfield forward eligible both, so it'll kind of transition us. But we mentioned at least what about for three hundred cheaper Carlos Hill on the road? Would you get put him in consideration? Yeah, I would. He's so involved with New England, uh, especially even now under Arena, that I think you have to consider him for sure. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been a cash cash lineup staple for me this season. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how we just 
managed to completely skip over him. But yeah, he's definitely definitely in play. I mean, you look at his his uh, logs; he's he hits double digits pretty much game in game out. Some of that's you know from an assist here and there, which you take away the assist, he's hitting like seven or eight points. But I mean, you can't say like what if this and what if that. I mean, that's part of his game, you know. So. Yeah, and if you were saving a spot for at least a forward spot, and let's say you were playing Fagundes also, you wouldn't mind playing heel in a midfield spot, right? You'd put him there just with with your build. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, on a three-game slate. So what other midfielders then uh, do we like as we complete the transition? Yeah, I mean, the other high-priced guys would be Espinoza and um, Magnus Eriksson are the only two above 8,000 that I think really. I mean, you could think about Pania, but... I don't even know if any other ones are going to start. Kyoto's yeah, also I mean, eligible. Yeah, and we didn't mention uh, Vako. He's forward eligible too, but I think his his recent little spurt is kind of just indicative of his uh, volatility as a you know as a fantasy play. Like he actually For went sure. off against the Galaxy uh, a couple games ago. He had seven shots, uh, goal and assist, hit twenty nine points that game. But um, since then. His last game, he was super quiet. He only had one shot against Salt Lake at home, good for a point and a half. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> it just kind of shows the the uh, yeah. volatility that Valco brings to the table, but probably out of play for me on this slate. Yeah, I wonder how much of that has to do with Espinosa being back last two games, right? Yeah, because, es- well, Espinosa played that game against the Galaxy, but... Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean... Vaco was taking shots, just kind of firing shots at will leading up to that game. So right, um, it just kind of happened that he that he hit pay dirt against the Galaxy. I just yeah. I don't know if he keeps it up here. Um, so maybe I, worth a GPP flyer. I'll give him. Yeah, that. yeah. I'd rather GPP. pay. Go ahead. Oh, just say I'd, I'll give me Espinosa. Give me the floor of Espinosa, yeah. and Same. you know, because he can yeah. get there with upside too. Yeah, he's five hundred bucks more than Vaco, so yeah, yeah. definitely. He's like 50 percent chance to get double digit crosses, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love that for a cash build for sure. So um, I I guess like LAFC guys, we probably don't need to touch on too much. I know Atuesta's out, so that means that um, Mark Anthony Kai and probably Lee Win would be another um, guy to keep a look at for a really cheap option. He's thirty four hundred. Um, it's possible that Lee Wynn would take set pieces, right? Yeah, he's been cheap because he hasn't been doing anything, but he right. could actually be uh, in this spot. He might actually have a lot more to do. Yeah, I think Lee Wynn's a guy to keep an eye on. I mean, just that opens up um, pretty much anything else you want to do with your lineup, I think. So I'd keep an eye on Lee Wynn. Even yeah. if they're not favored, I would start him in a midfield spot. You can load yeah. up everywhere else. No, I could get behind that, especially on a short slate like that. Like That might be the salary relief that we need. Um, and he's actually, I mean, I know Daniel said he hasn't been doing much, but I mean, his last game, he played 90 minutes. It's surprising that he didn't have a goal or an assist and a six to one outburst against Vancouver, but he still came away with six points, which, you know, for 3,400, that's two X. Um, I'll take it, man. Give me that. And let me squeeze in the, the Zlatans and Rooney's. Um, I like that play. Yeah, I think Josh Perez is also one to look at. He's even cheaper, thirty one hundred, and he could start on a wing if um, Vela and if, especially if Rossi sits. Then I think you really need to 
expect Perez to maybe get in there. So I wouldn't be thrilled about using him, but just another option. Sure. Yeah, you're telling me no Rossi, no Vela, no Atuesta. I'm starting to get a lot. Uh, well, Rossi could play. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Vela and Atuesta are definitely. Atuesta is definitely out because he had a red last or a yellow card suspension. Yeah. He actually yeah. got the second level of yellow card suspensions already. He got to eight cards. So five is the first, and then I guess eight's the second. Trust me, I've rostered him enough that I know he gets a lot of yellows, <laughs> but he still usually is a good play on a lot of slates. So. Yeah, definitely. So Areola is 4,500. That's another cheap one. But uh, the guys yep. in the middle don't stand out to me all that much. I mean, I think if, if you've been playing, you kind of know what to expect from a lot of them. You know that they could yeah. have good games. Dos Santos is definitely a guy to, to mention at 6,700, but yeah, that's, not a lot that's in between. Yeah, I was going to say it stands, up, stands out at me. And for me, I'm just wondering if, they, if the Galaxy throw him right back into the fold. I mean, he had a pretty busy gold cup. Obviously, he came, came away with a goal, the game winner in the, in the uh, final against the U.S., but I, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd, I They don't like, need to uh, send him back in. I don't I mean... Against San Jose, maybe they do, but they have other guys to play. Efra Alvarez got a start last week. Ibra's been really calling for him to get in there. So, uh, he, I mean, he can play, and they can push some guys back deeper. Yeah, he's 5,100 if you want to go that route. Yeah. Um, 13 points last game. For fantasy, yeah. Yeah. Eight crosses I mean, and an assist. Yeah, you stack him with Zlatan for sure. Like, if you're using... One and the other is also starting. I think you almost have to stack them because it seems like they're developing like a, a father son type of bond. <laughs> as much as Laton could develop a fatherly bond with someone else on the same soccer team as him. Yeah, I like it. If uh, I guess Legit's probably out again for this one. I'm not a hundred percent about that, but I know that opened up set pieces for uh, F Alvarez. So if that's the case again, um, and if uh, Jonathan Dos Santos is out, then I think Alvarez is is almost a shoe in at that 5,100. I'm with yeah. you guys. I like it. I just hate having to wait till 11 p.m. to uh, find out if he, if it's, it's all going to come together for him in that situation. But, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, but, a, it's a, a high-risk, high-reward situation there for sure. Yep, definitely. Good to go to defenders. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any more midfielders worth pointing out, but I think we hit them all. You mentioned uh, Ariola. I think he could be a, a sneaky play at 4,500, but he's so up and down that it's you know just another one of those. It's a little little bit of a dart throw for me, but Ariola um, was so good with the national team. I mean, he's not like yeah. a sea guy, but he's fun to have out there on the field. I think. Yeah, he. I mean, we've seen it before. He pops up with some big games from time to time. So on a three-game slate, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so anybody wants to go there, I'm I'm on board with it. Um, but I think we've hit on pretty much everything that we need to um, midfield-wise. Defender, I no one really stands out to me too much. Um, I think Lundqvist is a, a good one to look at, and Hurrah from DC are probably the two that that stand out right away to me, but there's a lot of expensive options, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean... El Munir could be nice. If, uh, mm-hmm. if I don't know what his status is, but I, I, he's kind of filtered his way into the lineup recently for LAFC, so he might still stay in, even if they rotate some people from that Open Cup. Yeah, he didn't play, so he's probably playing this weekend. Okay, I would count on it then, yeah. And he's he's always good. He, he loves to attack. You know, He's not always as effective as other times, but... 
you know, if you have the salary, I think it's worth it. Yeah, he's like more in the Breck Shea mode of a, a fullback that likes to attack than like a one that's actually skilled. But he does certainly <laughs> like bombard forward. Yeah, yeah. You hate all former Orlando players, you know, even when they get free. <laughs> get letters, so I, I get it. No, no problem there. I was but, actually uh, saying earlier today how hard it is to root for Orlando in any scenario. But yeah, well, I agree there. But Lopez is nice. He's finally under five thousand on the road, but. He he tends to produce, has a few bad games here and there. He's not dud proof, but the other people, I don't know. Is Salinas? He, Salinas is always the guy that doesn't start. You play Lopez, and then Salinas comes in for him at the 60th minute and scores two goals after Lopez yep. did almost nothing. So tough situation there that I'll probably actually avoid, to be honest. And uh, Araujo too. He's been pretty good. Super. Yeah, I was going to yeah. mention him if uh, if Felcher's still out, which. He's not flagged on uh, DraftKings right now, but he hasn't played in a couple of months. So, um, but yeah, Araujo, Araujo, um, he's been good. So yeah, I mean, if you want to play somebody in that range, and I like him, um, El Munir. I think he's probably going to start since LAFC is probably going to rotate a ton. And um, I don't think he started last night. I want to say it was Betasher and, and Harvey, like their yeah. usual starting lineup, but. It, think he might have come in but still i oh, think okay. he starts here yeah. so um i like that play but yeah i mean i, I feel like you know you, you can pay up at uh i think with that win play that we found and if you want to mess around with some areola like i think you can find some room for the Lundkiss or the the arujos um out there if you want to pay up a little bit at defender and try to get, hit that double digits Those yeah guys. and the re- the reason you would do that is because there's almost nobody you want to play below like four thousand dollars. Yeah, unless you're just playing like the center back roulette, right? Like, like Burnbomb set piece goal, right? Yeah, Burnbomb three thousand is one of the only guys I would look at. Um, Triore for the Galaxy, I doubt he'll start, but when he does, I like to always look at him. Um, but really, there's like absolutely nothing that would make me want to play anyone. I think Mora is still out for DC. Um, Harvey and Beta Shore, I would expect at least one of them to sit. So you know, I, I got the guy though for you, Tristan Blackman. He might get a start. He subbed in for Beta Shore in the Open Cup game, right? Yeah, he did. He almost scored, I think. Yeah, he actually looked pretty good playing on uh, at the fullback spot because he sometimes has been playing center back yeah. with Zimmerman. He out. started at fullback against Vancouver a couple of days after the fourth and was really good. He got an assist and ten and a half DraftKings points. So. You know, yeah. he made floor and got the upside on top of it. Yeah. So he would be a guy to look out for, and you don't have to. He's in the middle game, not the latest game, so not you know the worst spot to put you in. Might he be trying ha- to see how big Diamande yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good salary relief shot right there. Um, anybody cool. else? I mean, I, I guess Nick really might be back, but he he doesn't yeah. really uh, tilt the needle for me too much. So. Well, Lima more is like now a tuck inside possession type of guy with San Jose. I feel like he doesn't quite get up the wing as much as I really want him to. But yeah, De La Garza has been starting for Houston. I don't know if that's going to continue, but uh, he yeah. hasn't been doing a ton, but he is cheap. Yeah, his days of being a fantasy factor may have never been a thing. <laughs> Long gone if it I was. I mean, he's he's. He's turned in five, a five and five, six points in a couple games okay. of his last few. So I mean, yeah, awesome guy and like, yeah, very valuable real life player. But 
I don't know if I've ever rostered him. I'm not gonna lie. In any format, he's, I just love that DraftKings has his uh, junior. He's like AJ Delagar's a junior, but the JR is both capitalized. Yeah, so it really like jumps out face. at you when you're scrolling down the page. <laughs> I just said earlier too. Skylar, have you ever used him in all your uh, vast years of experience playing fantasy? Stuff? I actually, I've got to admit, I have this season because he's been so cheap and he has been starting out wide for Houston. It's kind of like I think I mentioned with uh, Kapelhoff with Chicago earlier. Like it's just fool's gold. They're so cheap, and you see a guy like that starting out wide, you're like, <laughs> they've got to at least hit like five mm-hmm. or six, like pretty Negative. easy, right? <laughs> yeah. No. And now that the now the showdowns. Slates, you've pretty much rostered every single person in the league in one way or another because right. right. the pickings get pretty thin. So, all right, keep her quick, and then we're uh, we'll call a night. Yeah. So for me, I think uh, if high end option like Bingham, I feel like LA might get revenge here on San Jose. But if you want to save some, I think Houston. Um, we mentioned LAFC rotating. I like Willis for the savings. I don't feel like there's any dirt cheap keepers that like that it, that's worth uh, saving compared to Willis. Like you might save like five or six hundred bucks, but um, feels yeah, like but those I, are the two for me that I'm looking at. Okay, I honestly I feel like you can use every keeper on this slate, except I wouldn't use whoever LAFC throws out there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's sweet. that's not even saying it would be a bad play. I just for some reason it seems less appealing. But everyone else, I think, could be good. Especially, I think Vega. He's going to be the cheapest starter. And yeah. I mean, if it's the Zlatan show and they're not generating a lot otherwise, I mean, they're going to save some shots from distance and maybe keep a clean sheet. So yeah, well, that's yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking with the LAFC keeper. Like they'd be facing yeah. a ton of shots. So I mean, the save opportunity oh, okay. would be there. I thought you uh, you mean the Galaxy keeper or an LAFC keeper? LAFC, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. it was like, okay. but just in that in that same uh, kind of what you're going with with Vega. Like, I feel like if LAFC rotate, like I think they will, then I feel like Houston could pepper them with shots. So if it's Cisnega or Miller, like I would probably rather go with Willis because I feel like Houston have a better shot at a clean sheet and a win. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in agreement with you. Like I think pretty much every keeper is in play here, and there's Willis not a ton so of savings from top to bottom. Yeah, I mean Willis for that price. I wish we could get that every week. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, cool. it's not that's that's bad. Was, and he's only 400 bucks cheaper than the highest price keeper. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it feels like there's not a ton separating these guys to where you can just kind of pick out who you want and try to make try to find uh, a way to make it work. Right. I made a uh, a no Zlatan, no Rooney lineup, and it's looking pretty nice, fellas. Ooh. <laughs> you going to share it? Are you keeping that for the for the 1K grand prize tomorrow night? Well, I don't think I'm going to use it. I was just screwing around. But, um, yeah, I could share. We can talk about it quick. I have Elise. I put Vaco up top, but I could upgrade that to Ericsson. I could use Minotis or Diamande instead. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, then I have Lewin, Kyoto, and Steber. Okay. Um, so all accumulators, but they all also have a chance to score. Defensively, I have Hurrah for DC. I have Lundquist, and then Joe Willis. So once Houston gets the clean sheet, we're rolling. Yeah, and you've got the uh, potential set piece taker in Lundquist, which you got to love a defender that takes sets. So I like it. At least yeah. half the corners, probably, right? 
Lundqvist mostly. Yeah, yeah, if Kyoto's in, he'll probably split him with him. I would probably try and shift this so I could get um, one more impactful. Maybe heal if I could upgrade, or if I could even... I If Diego Rossi plays, I'm tempted, because I don't think anyone will use him. Um, right, and he's, he's, not, very, so he's not very appealing without Vela there to set him up. So. Uh, yeah, but maybe he he burdens a little more than he usually does, because he actually doesn't get in on the action is super frequently, but when he does, I feel like it's close to goals. So that would be interesting to see if he would adjust his game at all. Um, yeah, maybe get Erickson in there instead of Vaco, but yeah, we'll have to see. So yeah. I think there's a lot of different ways to go, obviously, just for only having six teams. It uh, seems like it's going to be a fun slate, so I'm glad they, they gave us a nice big prize pool to play with. Yeah, and we got a... Uh little bit of a multi-entry for that that big topo we can pump 10 entries in so i'm definitely gonna have some some mix and matches going and trying to try to get that 1k grand prize uh tomorrow night so nice yeah i think it's a pretty clear-cut core in terms of uh willis elise and win uh in that from that game and then you can pick and choose whether you'd rather stack up a little more houston or game stack san jose la game stack doing the dc Shoot for Zlatan, shoot for Rooney, it's pretty nice. But I, I, I think there's a pretty clear-cut core, and then there's lots of ways to spin off it. And for cash, you can play the ownership game and go from there. Agreed. Yep. Sounds good. Well, you guys know where to find us in the Rotowire Discord or on Twitter. I'm at DraftKicks. JD is at DFSMLS. You got it. Daniel's at B underscore. underscore. There we go. So I take my inspiration from Saramek there. Yeah, so. yeah, reach out if you guys have any questions. Always happy to uh, chime in and uh, bounce some stuff around. Um, but, yeah, it should be a fun night, Friday night. And then Saturday we've got a, a pretty good slate, too. Uh, like we said, I don't think that slate's going to go up until this Friday one goes off the board. But um, hopefully, you know, help somebody out uh, if it's not one of us winning the uh, 1K up top. And hopefully it's one of you guys. So good luck, fellas. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer.